This is episode 33 of Extraordinary Women Radio. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Cami Gellner. Women are being called to live with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each month, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. Cindy Powers Prosser believes that there is an important transition happening in the world right now. Amidst all the noise and all the discourse, there is also a rising up that is timely and needed in our global societies, a rising of more conscious beings, a rising of a more gentle, softer side of humanity, a rising of more awareness in how we show up and connect in the world. And yes, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, a bit of yin rising. I am super excited to host Cindy Powers Prosser today, a dear friend of mine from New Zealand, who is a wise woman making huge ripples of impact around the world. Cindy's work is revolutionary. In fact, she's often referred to as a soul midwife. Cindy is here to help usher out our dying world while educating and celebrating the awakening of a new world, something we're going to get into in our interview today. Cindy and I are so aligned in our work, our passions, and our beliefs. I'm blessed to be in community with her as we meet a couple of times a month, supporting one another in collaboration and support. I'm a big believer in having collaboration partners and especially value this partnership with Cindy because she's a very special soul. And by the way, if you don't have a collaboration partner, I highly recommend you go out and find one, someone that you can really lean into, you can trust and support one another. It can be so powerful. Cindy's a speaker, she's an author, and she's an intuitive As a mentor and founder of Opening Doors Within, she helps clients around the world drop out of their heads and into their hearts, transforming fear, doubt, and struggle into confidence, trust, and love. And who doesn't want a little bit of that? You're going to love Cindy's youthful energy and positive enthusiasm. Let's meet my dear friend, Cindy Powers Prosser of Opening Doors Within. Well, welcome, Cindy. I am thrilled to have you here today. And I'm thrilled to be here with you, Cammie. I love my time with you. Oh, I know. We always have such good conversations every time we are together. And one of those really rich conversations that we've been having recently is around what is happening in our world. Uh, There's this shifting paradigm, the changing energies, if you will. Can you share a bit what you're experiencing in these energetic shifts? Yeah, I'd love to. So I like to refer the old paradigm as a paradigm of domination. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the old energy, the old way of doing business, the old way of of doing anything was really about competition, power over, um, control, manipulation, very chauvinistic world, a lot of male energy. And although male energy is not a bad thing, it's how we use it. Right. And and, and, and that worked for actually for a while. I mean, with the Industrial Re- Revolution, we needed to make those kind of, you know, big changes. And, 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 and it built um, community in, in that kind of a way. Um, and, and yet um, there was always a kind of a missing piece with it. And I felt this since I was a little girl. I, I've, I've always noticed that it was a little off. And I never really agreed with that domination paradigm shift. Although my family was very domination oriented, I always felt like the black sheep. Tell me a little bit more. I mean, cause I think that's fascinating. I mean, that wasn't something that I was tuned into as a, as a little girl. So how did you know as a young child, as a young little girl that there was something different? Well, I think that I had the perfect family for it. Um, and without going into that whole complexity, because that's a fabulous story in itself. <laughs> uh, you know, my mother was a PE teacher and she was very into, and, and math. So she was very linear, very linear in her thinking mm-hmm. and very competitive. Right. And, and, and she wishes, she, she actually wished she was a man. She used to say, it's a man's world and you better get used to it. Uh, so she was, you know, she saw that domination paradigm and she had to stay at home and raise family and she didn't want to do that. 
And my dad, I think, was also, you know, very feminine. And he didn't want to go to work. He also actually wanted to stay at home and do flower arranging and, and do the meals. And so, you know, it was funny. I was kind of in this family that was very dysfunctional. And I, I just wanted to love. I mean, I've always just had this big compassion to open my heart and to be there for people who are struggling, a hand up. Um, and to support people, I actually went in and became a special ed teacher for that reason. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I always knew that, you know, I was very athletic. My mother wanted me to be on the, on the track team. She wanted me to be competitive. My brother was very competitive and, you know, the captain of all of the sports teams. But I never was interested in the competition. I would train with the, with the teams. But when it came to running in a meet, I was in the back helping people, encouraging <laughs> people. You know, I was the cheerleader. I didn't right. care about winning. Yeah. And that was yeah. always me. That was yeah. always me. You know, it's really interesting because I'm just thinking back to my own childhood because I think of, I was very much that very linear thinker I was, you know, and I grew up in the corporate world. So, you know, from my childhood to my corporate world, there was this very linear path and this, this um, approach that I took my life in, in a very linear way. Yet there was something as a young girl that, that, I tuned into, which was, was nature. And I think nature gave me that softer, um, more gentle state, that way of being. And so there was that dichotomy of me of where I could really go to that, that inner knowing of a young girl that I was, but I also could do the driving component of it but I would have never put those words to it. Right. I mean, it was just, that was just like my happy space. And then I would go do. It's beautiful. And that, and the key word here is balance. Mm-hmm. It's both. And we've talked about this before. We need some of that male energy, that driving energy, that action. And we need the, the feminine energy of being and yes. feeling. Yes. And, and yes, you very much encompassed both, especially, you know, with your time in nature, but also your, your relationship with your horses and your animals. Right, right. Yeah, and I think it's really fascinating, and it's and it's so fascinating to me that this is a, an area that I have been so drawn to in these past few years. As you know, it's it's a space of of our feminine and understanding our feminine and really coming back home to me. And I think that's why it's been so beautiful to be accountability partners with you because, you know, we, we both bring such different components of ourselves to the table, but we, we, we mix and mingle it so beautifully, don't we? Absolutely. I, I crave to learn more about the masculine energy in a, in a healthy way, quote unquote, mm-hmm. healthy way. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so fun to be able to share with you some of my intuitive and emotional. Totally. Absolutely. You've taken me on some beautiful journeys through some of that. So it's, 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 it's awesome. So it how, do you, awesome. how do you think this, um, this shifting paradigm that is happening, this, this, I often call it the rise of the feminine or yin rising, right? Is how do you, how is this going to impact how we're going to work in the future towards success? How, how does that change the shape of success? It's a great question. Um, a great question. So the old paradigm of domination is shifting toward a more, a newer paradigm of what I refer to as dominion. And dominion is, um, instead of power over and control and manipulation, um, dominion is much more cooperation and, and collective. It's more community. Um, it's, it is softer and it's, it's co-creation. It's working together and creating more community. Um, and so I believe that that's how everything's going to be shifting instead of, you know, trying to compete with each other. It's how can we work together uh, to, uh, and create a synergy, which is a great word that you use a synergy of the best of, of all of us. Right to support each other and create a better world. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I was just thinking because I've been, I've had this on my mind recently is in Denver. And I don't know if where you're at in New Zealand, if, if you're experiencing this, but the co-working spaces are popping up like crazy. They are just everywhere you turn, there's a new version of it. And 
I think that is, it's that drawing of, of community, you know, this desire for us to connect and, and, and be together in community that's happening. You know, I certainly, with my Extraordinary Women Connect events, it was always for me about this, you know, creating, being able to connect great women to great women. Um, but these co-working spaces are, are, are doing some, are following those same lines, aren't they? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I think creating community in all sorts of ways, and this is one of the ways, absolutely. Um, you know, more community gardens, more community projects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear a, a huge call for um, supporting people that, you know, need support financially or time-wise, investing in others. So, yes, a huge shift to more community. And you had, just recently, you had a big change in your life where you moved across New Zealand and you wanted more community, right? I mean, that was part of the driving force behind it, right? Absolutely. So, you know, I, one of the ways that I love to um, cultivate my my balance and my spiritual essence and the way I, I connect deeper to what I refer to, this is a more real, um, we can get into that later, is um, being in a, a beautiful nature. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, it's one of the reasons why we moved to New Zealand is to be in nature. And I had 12 years surrounding myself in solitude, enchantment, and natural beauty, and so much time to work on myself and create my programs, create, you know, really get to know what was going on in the world and do this work. But as as I, as I got more um, of my material together, I needed to get out in front of more people and reach more community for myself and for others just to be able to, you know, have these kind of conversations at this level. And yes, I could do it on the computer and I was doing it via the technology. But for some reason, you know, it's really important for me to get out and be in community and be with people. And that's what I was was really missing. So yes, I've made a huge move to get out in front of more people and to and to connect face to face and to create more community. Absolutely. It's so exciting. I, I just find it so exciting that, I mean, I just feel like there's so many of us that are being called to really step up and be seen in, in bigger ways and um, with more people and more, and, and, you know, to create that ripple effect of what can be created in the world. And, you know, I think that's what you're feeling and, and reacting to, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this level of conversation, you know, I think this level of conversation is really important now. You know, it wasn't that long ago that we didn't feel safe having this kind of conversation because we would be judged as you know, airy-fairy or, you know, not not being responsible. But this, I think, is the most responsible kind of conversation the world needs right now. I so agree with that. And it's it's taking us into this deeper journey that when we, you know, we can go to the space of, of hearing, of, of being connected to our inner selves, if you will, and but then also being able to go out. And, and that's, I think this is that mix of the yin and the yang, as you, as, as I know you, you, call it as young. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's that ability to be able to, um, mix both sides of that, but the most important conversations around this space of, of this feeling into this changing energy that is really happening right now in the world. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's mm-hmm. my passion. In fact, I, I believe I've, I've had this calling since I was little, and I believe that I'm actually here uh, as almost a, a midwife yes. helping to usher in this new paradigm, this new world. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's just something that I'm passionate about and I'm so on purpose for. And I think what you're talking about here is, is the fact that you did have this knowing as a young girl, you've been working in this kind of wisdom for a long, long time, and it's and so you can really be that leader, that guide in helping others connect into what that is. Absolutely. And I, it is an intuitive thing for me. It's a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And, I, and there's nothing more that I would rather do than to help usher in this new world with, you know, helping other people to find it within themselves. And, you know, not everybody's ready for it. And that's okay, too. Right. What would you, what words would you put to it as you're describing this? I mean, when you're talking about what your gift is, what are the words that you would 
give to that. Oh, interesting. Well, it's very intuitive. So it's an mm-hmm. inner knowing in my body. Mm-hmm. I think I spend more of my time in my body than in my head. Okay. Um, I find that the head is great for collecting linear information, you know, uh-huh. time and money mm-hmm. and directionality mm-hmm. and language and, and things that are linear. Um, but then it's time when we aren't dealing with linear things to drop out of our head and into our body and allow our intuitive wisdom and our heart to lead the way to be able to feel our emotions. Um, and so I think the intuitive living and the way of listening through that sixth sense, if you will, um, is really important and we all have it, but it's a muscle that many of us haven't been taught to use. Um, that's the old paradigm, you know, right. it was not, it was not respected. Right. And how do you nurture that, that part of you? Great questions. Um, you practice, actually you practice. And so I, I have always played games and I make it fun. Mm. So, um, you know, when I'm going into uh, town and I want to find a parking place to just visualize where I want to park and how I want it to feel when I arrive. And I'm much more in a feeling place rather than a thinking place. So before I go to a big meeting or an important conversation, I spend some time planting the seeds of how I want to feel in that meeting or after that meeting, I, how I want to be in conversation or in relationship with that person. And I use powerful words, feeling words or living words, so to speak, that are in my body, such as capable, competent, connected, um, respectful, gracious. Those words are important to me and I feel them and I can infuse the future that way into absolutely manifesting what I want to, um, what I desire. Yeah. I love how you're able to manifest. I think it's one of, it's, it's just so fun to watch it. It's like you get really clear on something that you are wanting to create in your life. I mean, you even did that when you moved, right? I mean, that was one of the, the things when you were thinking about moving to the, the, to the area that you're in, you, you manifested that, didn't you? I've done it since I was little and I didn't <laughs> know I was doing it. You know? Right. Now I have the words and the tools to, to describe it and to help others do it. But it was something that I was born with and I didn't, I didn't want to let it go as hard as my mother tried to tell me to stop it. Um, you know, I, 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 I feel like, yes, it is something that is, is easy to do. We all can do it. And it's, and it's absolutely getting easier and easier as the whole planet is starting starting to shift. We're, we're in a shift right now, an energetic shift to where it is, is a lot easier to do and manifest and create, um, consciously create our reality through these tools and techniques. Nice. So how do you, how do you teach your clients this technique? Well, um, I've, I've created, I have a couple programs and I, I, I created a program called Awake and mm-hmm. Awake um, is an acronym for a awareness of the more real and the illusion. So the first step is just to understand that there are different ways to create our reality or to live our life. And one way is to see the outside world, the, the job, the relationship, the, the body, whatever it is that we want to change. And then we go after it outside of ourselves. We, we, it's a way we were, most of us were taught when we were younger is to get anything in life, you need to go after it. Mm-hmm. And so you got to, you know, you've got to work hard. Um, you've got to struggle to make anything worthwhile. You've got to find the beloved so that you feel complete. And, and I teach that that is one way to do it. And it comes as a price and the price is, you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it, it, it doesn't last. Uh-huh. You, know, you can get there for a while and it might even last for a little while, but you can't control or, or um, be in charge of anything outside of yourself. And so there's a lot of disappointment. There's a lot of frustration and it's exhausting. Right. Right. And, and everybody's and so, felt that energy before where they, they, they have this idea, this is what they want and they, they strive, 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 and it doesn't happen. And it, it does exhaust you and it yeah. does disappoint. It is disappointing and it can even be depressing. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you can spiral down into hopelessness and despair from this place. Okay. Um, and, and especially if you keep striving and you always fall short, which happens, you know, a lot. Right. So the way I teach is that the more, that is the illusion. I call that the illusion. It's like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. We think it's there, mm-hmm. but we never really get there. Mm-hmm. And then the more real is what's within us. And so what's within us are our thoughts, our emotions, our beliefs, our fears, Mm -hmm. our wounds from the past, the stories that we tell ourselves and the world, the things that we believe are true. And all of this inside of ourselves actually creates the world that we see around us. Right. And so if we really want to make a lasting change, it's not about going out there to do it. It's about going within mm. and getting curious. Right. It's, you know, with love and compassion and just slowing things down and getting curious and looking at those aspects of ourselves that create our reality, you know, to look at our thoughts and beliefs and fears. So the awareness is really, the awareness of awake is, is really about the awareness within. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. Nice. And then the W is a willingness and the commitment to change. I mean, again, this is not for everybody and that's okay. But when we are ready for a different way of, of creating our life and taking what I call responsibility for ourselves in this form, um, we need to have that willingness and that commitment to, to learn and to change and to shift ourself and our life from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a really important um, component to it as well. And I love that you use inside out. You know, I, I use that as well. And I think that it's part, partially because, you know, I, I've always had to, when I get really true for myself get and spot on to what I'm supposed to be putting out into the world, it's always after having come internal and getting reconnected to that person that I am and everything, all the gifts and and parts of me. And, and that's the part that, that helps me grow and expand and stay on track for what I'm supposed to be doing in the Yay. world. And, um, when I'm very externally focused, I can lose track of that. I love that Cami. And you know, a simple way that I, sh- I help my clients, um, lead from, from that place mm-hmm. is how does it feel in your body? Mm-hmm. If it feels light and expansive, oh, I love that. Yes, then you're connected to yourself and to your passion and your purpose. Mm-hmm. When we're on purpose, it feels light and expansive. Right. I've used that word expansive a lot this year because I think there's there's so much energy to that that feels like it's you're on the right track when when it's feeling expansive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when it feels hard or heavy, when it feels tight and constricting, you're probably not on the right track. Right. And just to notice, it's that awareness, the, the awareness in your body. What is my body telling me? Right. You know, those, those were that lightness and the heaviness was something that I played with a lot last year. And it gave me some really clear guidance to make choices that were sometimes difficult choices to make. Um, did I, you know, perhaps, you know, I, it, it meant leaving something behind that I didn't want to leave behind. Yeah. But every time I kept following the lightness, it, um, it gave me the right answers and it became easy, much easier. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so our, go ahead. It's our North Star. I call it our North Star. It really is. That's the North Star. That's the inner compass, the guidance system. Nice. Nice. So we've got awareness. We've got willingness for the W. Mm-hmm. What is... And a is awaken to new possibilities, new possibilities okay. and new opportunities. So it's really an open mind mm-hmm. and um, a willingness to have things come to you, not to go after them. 
Right. And that's because you, you often won't even see those other possibilities if you're hanging on to the, all the old stuff, right? Exactly. If we think it's over to the left, we're going to keep looking <laughs> over to the left, but it might be coming over for the, from the right or from behind. Nice. So it's really about, you know, being open to receive. And, and again, it's a feeling. It's a feeling over a form. So we might think it's a job that looks like this and it's in this location, but in fact, it might be in a whole different community with a whole different company, right. for example. I mean, we, I was looking to move from the United States and I was sure it was either going to be Southern California or Mexico or Hawaii. And boom, this door opened to move to New Zealand. It came out of left field. Right. But if I hadn't been open to that and, and trusting my tools and my inner, in my intuition, I wouldn't have taken that, that opportunity to, to jump off the cliff and, and go into New Zealand. Right. So, yeah, we have to be open to those new possibilities and opportunities. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So what's K? K. K are key tools and strategies to take mm. you from where you are today to where you want to be. Okay. And so, so what whole, kind of tools and strategies would you use? Well, it's a whole nother tool toolkit. So um, I do work with um, uh, a lot of the tools that I use are... Well, desire, imagination, and expectation. Those are the tools for manifestation. So getting clear with what it is you desire and using those, those living energies in your body to actively imagine living this desired life in your body in the present moment. Tools such as that and then expecting this or something better with harm to none, but detaching from all outcome, not, not holding on too tightly to, to the how or the where or the when or the who, um, but opening up to those new possibilities and opportunities to come to you. And really um, feeling it, it sounds like. It's like you're really feeling that in your body. What does it feel like to be in this space? Exactly. It's a feeling over a form. Mm, I like that. Yes. And so it is all about the, the feeling. So that's an example. Or learning how to uh, navigate your emotions rather than having your emotions navigate you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's something that I, I teach my clients is to be emotionally intelligent. Um, and, and that's our energy. You know, all we are is energy. And right. so our energy is our emotions and our emotions are created by our thoughts and our feelings. Nice. And so to be really clear with what I am thinking and what I am feeling, what is it that I expect? What is the story? Like I say, we, our inner world is, is created by our beliefs, our fears, our thoughts, our feelings, which create our emotions. And all of this creates our energy, which is how we, we resonate, right? How we resonate. Exactly. Right. And then we attract more of that. So if we're, if we're resonating in a strong, powerful space of curiosity and openness, we're going to keep creating more of that. If we get stuck into the, the fear and the other components that are, are sticky, um, we're going to attract more of that. Exactly. It's the law of attraction. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. And E. The E. Well, the E is just, it stands for empowerment that can never be taken away. Mm. So, so once you stand in this kind of empowerment, when you have the tools and the information to be able to create your life from the inside out and to trust, to trust, and that's a huge word, um, to absolutely trust in, in, in how this works and going along the path of le- least resistance and allowing love. And I, I know that's a big mushy word to many people, but you know, it's <laughs> allowing, <word> like. <laughs> allowing your heart to guide you right. to that, that expansive light resonance within. Um, there's empowerment that can never be taken away. And I, I do think it's the ultimate in responsibility. Um, there's so much freedom there and that's the empowerment. Yes. Well, so uh, for all my listeners, I just want you guys to realize how, why, why I love having Cindy as my accountability partner, because we just have so much wonderful, deep conversations like this. And it's, it's so it's it's so amazing to be able to one tap into this energy and just and be aware of what we're putting out into the world and be aware of what's happening all around us the shifting paradigm that is happening and being being able to play in it in a way that 
leads us where we're supposed to go. And I think that's what's so beautiful about having you as an accountability partner, Cindy. Aww. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I so, love it too. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about um, some of the courageous changes you are making right now in your life that are really opening up your up your journey, opening your journey up to this changing paradigm, to what you're bringing to your clients. Why is right now the right time for all of this to be, for you to be taking this out into the world? And we've talked about this, right? It's now is the right time for your voice to be out to more people. Um, Let's just talk a little bit about that. Oh, that's a big, big, juicy subject. I, I mean, you can't not notice that there's a bit of chaos happening in the world. Right, exactly. (laughs) And, and there's always chaos before change. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it works. Transition is messy and it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot and of people squirming right now, right? There are. And there's a lot of fear being triggered within a lot of us, many of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the crazy leadership that's happening, with climate change, with uh, natural disasters all around. Right. You know, it's out of our control. We can't control it. And, and the, those of us who like to be in control that like to, you know, know what's happening and to make sure that we are in control. It's not possible anymore. Right. And and, and there's a lot of fear because of it that's being triggered. And I think that right now is a really important time for us to, to, to learn how to exchange fear for more trust. Right. Right. Um, I don't think that it's going to get easier for a little while, Cami. And mm-hmm. this is my intuitive hit is that this is just beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the next few years, and I'm, you know, I don't know how many, but at least three. Um, but the next few years are going to be this transitional time where domination is losing its grip. And the, and the powers that be are very dominant um, and they're trying to hold on and they're kicking and screaming and they're not going to go out without a, a real fight. Right. And so this is not going to be a simple, easy transition. And so for us that, that, that know, for those of us who know that we want to make change in the world is coming back to this process that you've been talking about, this awake process of, of being really aware of really being open to and committed to, to making changes in our lives, um, to awakening to new possibilities, all of these different things. It's, it's really important for us to master this, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a, it's a muscle for us to build. And again, I'm not getting on a soapbox and saying, this is the only way it's some people are ready for this. It's not their paths. And mm-hmm. that's, that is absolutely, um, you know, the best thing okay, for them. Right? We, we must, yeah. we must do what's right for us. But you know what I think is really cool is is that there are so many people that know that it is right for them yes. right now. And yeah. they're feeling it and they're saying, I am being called. Yeah. And those are the people that I want to get in front of. I wanna I wanna have a conversation with. And I that's why I've moved to this community. That's why I'm so excited to talk to people like you. Because those people will know she's talking about me. Mm-hmm. I, I, this feels in my body light and expansive right. and I want more of that. This feels good. This feels like the right direction for me. And that's, I want to know more. And yes, absolutely. This is, this is why I'm getting out. Um, like one of my mentors says, stop hiding, Cindy, stop, do get off your meditation cushion and get out there and help the world. Cause <laughs> they need you. <laughs> And, and it, you know, it's, it's, um, it can be frightening for me, but I, I have to say, this is not just about me, you know, and I have to look at that fear. So it's really about being really honest with ourselves and, and what is it that is speaking louder 
what, what do we what is it that we really know in our in our heart and soul that we are meant to do it during this time of transition and i know that it's about you know looking at this for me and for many people so yes it and is. when you talk about you know the fear that shows up for you when when yes you have to get off your meditation pillow and you have to you know you had to leave your very remote comfortable beautiful place of the world to go to a place where there was you know more more people and this the the courage that it takes to keep saying yes to these steps to keep saying yes to what's calling to you where does that courage come from wow that that courage comes from a knowing that if i if i don't do it in this lifetime how am i going to feel yeah. it's like that passion and that purpose that conjures up the courage that I need. Um, you know, every single day is another opportunity for me to get out in front of more people and and help to add more peace into the world, to add more cooperation into the world. And 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 I just that drives me because I know I know without a shadow of a doubt that this is my purpose. Yeah. And this you've been is working for this your whole life. I mean this my is whole been, life. Your your whole life has pointed you to this position. And I totally get that because it's I feel the same thing about my whole life has been guiding me to this position. And it's like it's it's so cool that I feel that so deeply in my bones. You feel that so deeply in your bones. And so many people around us feel that. Yeah. It's, it's, we're all stepping into what our role is in this, in this shift. And it takes courage. It does. It takes courage to go within. It takes courage to look at your fears. But if I don't look at my fears, they're going to keep me from what I so long to do. Right. And, and I mean, it takes courage for everyone to be able to say, I'm willing to go within and look at how I'm in my own way so that I can open it up to way more possibilities and opportunities in this lifetime. Um, it takes courage to do all of this work that I'm talking about. Right. So it takes courage. We have to address the fears that are there. We also have to look at our blind spots, right? Absolutely. So what is a blind spot? Well, a blind spot is connected to these fears and beliefs that are keeping us stuck. And the, the deal is, is that we don't even know we have them because we're so in them, we think they are real. Mm-hmm. It's, that, it's, it's that projection I was talking about to the illusion. So we really believe that our beliefs, our beliefs are something that we believe. I mean, there, there it is. <laughs> and, and so if we believe our beliefs, we think they are true. So what, what is one of your personal blind spots? My, one of my, and I have quite a few once I started opening the book of blind spots, but um, one of my blind spots was that I, that I was dependent on someone else to take mm-hmm. care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had the perfect storm in this, you know, family of mine and, and I was, my mother, um, was always telling me what to do and, and not really teaching me to live on my own because she didn't think I could, cause I was living from my heart, not my head. So she thought I was dangerous. <laughs> so she created this codependence within me that I needed someone to tell me what to do. And so for the longest time, I believed I needed someone to take care of me. It was a codependency, um, for others. Um, it's, you know, the need to be in control. They need to be the one out of fear and safety that they need to be the one taking care of their family. Mm-hmm. And, and often a codependent person it, it finds someone that needs to be in control and then they work quite well together. Right. <laughs> and that was, you know, my husband and myself, we had two blind spots that, you know, took care of each other and it was not helping us at all in the bigger picture. Um, it was keeping us stuck. So how, how do you, how do you recognize it? How do you watch for it? And how do you move through that? Well, the first step is to be able to see what your blind spot is. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, the first step is to be able to acknowledge, to recognize when you are reaching for that, whatever that is. When I, when I was falling into the trap of asking someone what they thought instead of asking myself. When I, and trusting now, that wisdom you had within. But looking outside of myself for what will other people think. 
mm-hmm. you know, trying to be the good girl, trying to do it right. Mm-hmm. That was one of my blind spots, the okay. uh, taking care of others so that they would take care of me. I didn't know I was doing this. Right. I was the first person to raise my hand for a committee. I was the first person to say, yes, I'd volunteer for this or that. And, and it, you know, I ended up on my Saturday working for some op shop and missing out on something that was way more important because I had this blind spot and this automatic habit of raising my hand and saying yes when I really didn't want to. Okay. So that would be my blind spot. So I I did your quiz recently and my blind spot was perfectionist, right? Yeah. So tell, tell us a little bit more about my blind spot of perfectionism. What do I need to watch for? And what should I be doing to, you know, look at that a little bit more deeply? So uh, the blind spot of, of perfectionism is uh, a form of control mm-hmm. um, and, and in, in wanting to do it right, wanting exactly. to be perfect so mm-hmm. that people will approve of you or that you'll get the raise or you'll be seen as, you know, uh, worthy. So everybody has a different um, story behind their blind spots. Right. And so it's really about just noticing that this is keeping me stuck, that I'm, I'm a striver and I'm striving to get my needs met. I'm striving to be loved. Mm-hmm. I'm striving to be seen, whatever that is. So that outside um, validation and I'm, and I'm trying to prove that I'm worthy right. with my perfectionism. Right. And so, you know, it's so much easier for someone else to help you see that for you. Again, we're so in it. We think it's real and it may have even worked for us in the past, but it's leaving us feeling empty. And really, is this all there is? You may even be successful in your, in your perfectionism for a while, but then, you know, then it kind of disappears and you got to keep doing it. You got to keep striving and perfecting. And so I think the key here is to slow things down and notice. Right. Once you are aware of your blind spot, and that's the first key, the second step is to acknowledge how it's impacting you. Right. And I think for me, when I think of myself in that space, is is, is putting, you know, I do go out and I, I do want to make things, I, it's that control piece that you were talking about. And I want to have control of it and I'm shaping and I'm shift, shifting things. And what I can forget to do in the midst of, of that driving for perfectionism is to go back to that space of being. And um, so I know for me that I have to really consciously make space to be, to listen to my inner wisdom, to make space for meditation, for journaling, all those sorts of things and let it flow up through me versus try to shape it into something from a forceful perspective. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You've got it. So you have your tools, you have your toolkit, your ways of coming back to what I refer to the more real. Yeah. And so you go out in nature, you're with your horses, you go into meditation, you write in your journal, whatever it is. Some people have dance, some music, you know, there's something that brings you back into your body. Mm Mm-hmm rather than striving in the outside world for whatever that is. Right. Now I totally get that. So people can take your quiz. It's called Blind Spots to Breakthrough. Why don't you tell them where they can do that? And, and just a little bit about the quiz, how many, you know, how many, what, what, advantage will come to people if they take your quiz. Yeah. So it's that blind spot um, that we talked about that's so difficult for most of us to see because we're so in it. And so this quiz is very simple. It's just uh, five five multiple choice questions. And in the multiple choice, there's five um, selections. You choose the one that's most you. And then after the, you do go through the five different um, multiple choice questions, you find the blind spot that most resonates with your beliefs and your fears, because it really is connected with that belief and that fear that's keeping you stuck in the illusion. And so I talk a little bit about what that is, and it's probably something that's not going to surprise you. You you know yourself enough to go, oh, like you probably understood that you were a bit of a perfectionist. Yes, I did. And and then what I do is I, I just share a very short couple paragraphs on how that's keeping you stuck. 
And then what I do is I offer a, a three-part audio program that is how to shift your blind spot into your breakthrough with the three stories that we tell ourselves. So um, I see that there's three stories that we generally create our life with. The first story is what I call your powerless story. And, and that's really about giving your power over, like I was, looking outside of myself for, um, you know, it's not my fault, I, I'm a victim to this, um, I blamed the world, um, you know, it's, it's a powerless story, a story of, of giving your power over. And many people hold that, live their life from that powerless story. Now, if that's not you, there's a second story, and that story is um, the overpowering story. And that's a story of striving, of competing, of earning, of proving. And that's that story of much more of that, that domination. It's much more, you know, trying to strive and make things happen because I want to show you, I want to prove to you, and I want to get that, that whatever that is out there. And, and that's another story that we tell ourselves that keeps us separate and keeps us feeling really much more alone and not in that community that's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And then the third story is the empowering story. And the empowering story is really the story of, you know, why is this happening for me? And what is this teaching me about myself? Mm. And how can I shift myself as the, as the earth is shifting, as the energy is shifting? How can I shift myself with that and become more empowered, feel more empowered within myself so that I, I, I am actually... Uh, going with the flow and instead of pushing the river. I like that story. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. You know, really being there from, you know, on purpose and from a purposeful place and allowing things to come to me rather than going after them and striving for them. That's the more empowering story. And so I just talk a little bit about all the stories and how to step more into the empowering story. Nice. Nice. And then once we recognize how these stories show up in our world, we can identify them much more quickly and move through them much more quickly. Absolutely. So, so the step is really to recognize them. I'm giving you information within yourself on how you might be triggered and reacting from your blind spot which is a habit. It's a hole mm-hmm. that we fall into right. and, and the different choices, the options. So it's about recognizing when you fall into your blind spot and acknowledging the impact that that's having on your life. How does it feel? How is it impacting my relationship? How is it impacting my happiness? How is it impacting, you know, the love in my life, the light in my life? And then to forgive yourself because yeah. for self-forgiveness is key. You're here to learn this. This is your, this is part of your purpose. Right. And so to not beat yourself up, when you see yourself falling into the trap of your blind spot, but to actually, you know, have some compassion for yourself. Mm, That's the only way we move through it. Yes. So where can they take the quiz? Um, My website is cindypowersprosser.com and that's C-I-N-D-Y-P-O-W-E-R-S-P-R-O-S-O-R. Dot com. And that's where you'll find the blind spot quiz and nice. the, and the audio um, series on the stories. Awesome. Awesome. And I, and I'll put that on the page for this as well. The website page. Thanks, Cammie. Yes. So as this has been so much fun, I would like to close with the standard question that I like to close with on what three pearls of wisdom can you leave with our audience today? And this, I love to hear the the truth, the wisdom that comes from our women is on this question. So just really tune into that one for a moment and share what you'd like to share with us. Mm, Three pearls. Um, Well, there's a a Viktor Frankl quote that I've kind of adapted to my own, and I I love it. The first time I, I read it, I'm thinking, this is so spot on. Um, and I have, I've changed a few of the words in it, but I'd love to say that quote that I use. It's between trigger and reaction, there is a space. And in this space is your power to choose your response. Mm. And in that response lies your growth and your freedom. Nice. 
Nice. We always have a choice, in other words, right? Always have a choice. When we get triggered by our blind spot, we forget that and we react. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's that notice when you get triggered and you react and the impact of that reaction, how it leaves you feeling, how it keeps you stuck. And just insert that pause. There's a pause. Feel the trigger. And if you can, if you can slow it down enough to insert that pause, there is so much freedom in the choice to look, actually look at your choices and then consciously make a choice. Oh, I can instantly think of circumstances where that could be so beneficial right now. So I love that. Thank you so much. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. And then, you know, the second little bit of wisdom is you've got to slow things down and notice with curiosity. Yes. You have to. Yes. That's where the power is, is, is slowing everything down and just being curious. It's so funny. I wrote the word curious down this morning as a word I wanted to play in. So, yeah, yeah. That's where the, the wisdom is. That's where, that's where the learning is. Mm -hmm. And so to slow things down and be curious to, 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 to be curious on when you get triggered and what just got triggered and what is that fear and what is that belief? And, you know, it's all about curiosity. Mm. So I love curiosity. It's one of my number one tools. Cool. Very cool. And then the last one, is a quote from um, one of my mentors, Liz Aris, and I love it. It's, I've taken it as one of my taglines because I think it's so powerful. And that is five words, five simple words that are life-changing. And that is nothing changes until you do. Mm. So we always have that choice, don't we? We do. You know, we wish something or someone would change. We get so frustrated that we, you know, we, we can't get to that goal that we keep wanting to, whether it's the weight loss or the, the income goal or finding that perfect relationship or whatever it is. And we keep striving for it outside of ourselves. But that's not it. Right. Nothing changes until we do. Right. Such a, such a wise place to come from is if, if we can come from that space of inside and know what we need to shift inside of us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Cindy. This has been a pleasure and a joy as I knew it would be. <laughs> Cammie, I just love, I love, love, love my time with you. I always have. Um, you've become such a great friend and you certainly have helped me to balance within myself. And I just love that the synergy between you and I creates such magic. So thank you so much for inviting me to be with you today. I know, I know everybody's going to love this one. So thanks so much. Thanks, Bye, Cindy. Bye. I hope you liked this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. Are you thinking about making the next bold move in your life? I invite you to take the Your Next Bold Move quiz at CammieGelner.com to find out how you can jumpstart a passionate and meaningful next chapter. You may also enjoy my book, Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose, which is available on Amazon. In Fire Dancer, you will become intimately connected to your heart's calling and build the courage and resiliency to ignite your what's next. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media channels. I'm on both Facebook and Twitter, and the links are available on my website. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, and be you.